Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon Stuff and as always here is my husband E. Hello. And today we are actually going to be going over High West Rendezvous Rye. So specifically we just found a new release bottle so that's really exciting and we do have uh, older release bottles as well. We do. And we have one open, so we decided that we were going to review the new release, which is a slightly different distillate uh, in the bottle. Blend. Yeah. To the old. And uh, we've had them sitting on the table for a bit. We've already been kind of sniffing. And it's a little jarring how different they are. Exactly. So the one that we are going to be doing a proper review on uh, is batch 21C30. So... March 30th of 2021 was when this one was uh, tentatively uh, blended or bottled. And just back up for a second, if you have not heard of High West, they are a Utah-based distillery. They make some of the best blends ever. Genuinely, they, like, they are the freaking face of blends. They were one of the first... Uh, non-distilling producers in the United States to source from multiple places, blend them in-house, and release them under their various labels. And they have a phenomenal line of releases with a couple of things that we've been able to get our hands on in the past have since been discontinued or they have been changed. In High West's case, some of the ones that you can absolutely get fairly regularly are Rendezvous, Double Rye, and um, American, Prairie. American Prairie. And all of those are phenomenal ryes, generally MGP heavy, and... At, at this stage. At this stage, yeah, MGP um, heavy. And very, very, very decently priced. We spent 69 on the new Rendezvous. However, back when we purchased Rendezvous a couple of years ago, it was about 49. However, yeah. uh, you can get something like double rye. Depending upon where you look. Depending on where you look, for anywhere between 29 and I'd say 37. Yeah. Additionally, the new bottle that we have, which is the new fancy, like, super art deco-y art. Very um, John Wayne-esque. Sure. Yeah. I, I would say the old one is more John Wayne-esque, yeah. but that's just me. That is a blend of four to seven year old distillate uh, that consists of MGP's traditional 95% rye, 5% malted barley rye mash bill, and a blend of uh, High West's own distillate that is 80% rye, 20% malted rye, so it's technically a 100% rye mash bill. Yeah. So this is going to be a very rye forward one just based on those notes. Yeah. Because, like, if you're not familiar with the laws with the TTB, uh, this is a four-year whiskey. Well, it's a no-age statement. Technically, but if the minimum age of what's in the bottle is four years, then it is four years. If the minimum age, ironically enough, is seven or nine, technically, then it's nine. But since there is a mixture of ages in the bottle... Um, it has to be dated with the lowest year of distillate. If there's going to be an age statement. If there's going to be an age statement. Um, But, you know, obviously, if it's roughly four to seven years, despite the fact that their original press release mentioned a little bit older. Yeah. um, But 
if there is a general minimum of four year in this, we can assume that despite the fact that it is a non-age stated bottle, that it is roughly four years old. Yep. Um, I will say that that is one of the things I do love about High West is that they are very transparent about what goes into their blends. You might not know the exact ratio, but they will tell you everything that is in there when they can. I've only seen one exception, and that was because of an NDA. I can't fault them for that. Also, I I don't know if this is going to be a truly fair comparison when we do old versus new, because the old bottle we have is a uh, a 2016 release, uh, 16C22, and for those who are unfamiliar with High West's history, what brought them to, to, I guess, notoriety was that they were originally sourcing a lot of really old distillate from uh, Barton 1792. They were getting 16 to 21 year old distillate from them, and they were using that to blend with uh, some MGP distillate, which was much younger at the time, around six years. Um, our bottle is a blend of six-year MGP and 16-year Barton Rye, yeah. which is a much lower uh, rye mash bill than any of the other ones in either of these blends. But it does make sense as to why it does smell so, so drastically different. Yeah, it was. this was actually the last year that, that uh, they actually used Barton distillate mm-hmm. in there. But that okay. is neither here nor there. No. Yeah, so, like, I have zero doubt that we're going to love this because there has not been a single, single thing that High West has released that we have not liked. The only one that we were a little iffy on, and that's because we're not true scotch drinkers, was the Campfire release, which is a smoky peated uh, yeah, they, rye of they, theirs. They blend for the... For the campfire, they actually do a blend of rye, bourbon, and peated scotch. Yeah, but hey, it actually was very, very palatable for a whiskey drinker. Yeah. And it makes a great fucking additive to <laughs> barbecue sauce. But the thing is that uh, at this stage in the game, you if you see it on the shelves and you like PD things, grab it, because it is officially a distillery-only release. Yeah. Campfire is. Yep. So I'm happy that I had a bit of a completionist moment, where despite the fact that yeah. I loathe all things peated, um, We gave it a shot. We I had to get it, because yeah. it was there. Um, I obviously love to find things like Borai and Son of Borai again. Not Son of Borai, but, but Borai again. If we like, can find a Son of Borai, oh, we'll get a Christ, bottle. Like, if you're under like a grand, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, I they're, they're, they're like $150, but that's neither here nor yeah. there. On to the nosing. So the rye notes. It is, it is literally, herbaceous. yeah, it's literally all herbaceous, like dill and mint heavy. Yeah, yeah. I'm also getting a bit of that grain dustiness. A little bit of woodiness and like just a, a lot of mint. A lot, a lot, a lot of mint. It's so cooling on the nose. Like I don't get the hot, like burning little nose hairs, but just menthol. I'm getting a little hint of black tea. Very little hint, but it is there. It is. I mean, that herbaceous tea note is kind of there at the back. Yeah. Okay. On to the tasting. Look at that. Ooh. is lovely. Okay. Trying that and thinking High West. That's that. It 
That that is. That, I, 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 there, it's not different. I will say to me, at all. to me, they went. It feels like at the very least they went very heavy into the MGP Rye component yeah. of it. And into, I don't into the blend. I genuinely don't care. I like MGP Rye. It's, it's very sweet. It's very caramely. It's mm-hmm. aggressively rye. This is not a gentle rye. You genuinely have to be into rye spice in order to like this. Yeah. It's not heavy on the anise or licorice or anything like that. It's very, very herbal and minty and bright. It is. It very much is. I'm also not getting a lot of that oak hit mm-hmm. that I would expect. Yeah. But for its age range, I mean, it's still really good. The very, very bright and herbaceous are the best ways to describe this. Yeah, the one thing I'm noticing is there's not a huge finish on this. <laughs> it, it doesn't, like, just kind of drop off immediately. But it doesn't linger. It doesn't like leave any sort of woodsy, tannic, sweet, yeah. nothing. I will say this, the, the Rendezvous Rye, the 2021 Rendezvous Rye, could probably hold up really well like in a Manhattan. Because yeah. I think it has enough herbaceousness to, to stand out uh, and complement uh, the vermouth and the bitters. But also drinking it neat, you you're not gonna go wrong with it. It's it's decent. So I don't know that I would really the because of the proof because the proof. I don't know if we have to mention the proof, but the proof is ninety two or forty six percent or forty six percent ABV. So it's it's relatively light with the proof, and I don't know that I necessarily want to add it to anything. I also think I'm I love. Mm rye-based old fashions. I love them it would do well so much, but I don't know if the added sweetness would be good for it. I think I would literally just put this in a glass, add an ice cube, add a dash of bitters and an orange peel, and just call it a day. I agree, but then again, neither of us are into overly sweet things. Yeah. Um, or I would omit the ice cube. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that... Ooh. I went in for a sip of water and, like, my the back of my palate just like bursted burst brown sugar with butter oh like that that <laughs> buttery sweetness or not sweetness that buttery uh savoriness that the creaminess yeah yeah oh yeah i'll give it to you like after my it, water, it was like, only after i went with the water i mean literally i i just had water because we were gonna go into the mm-hmm. the older one and i was drinking some water and the only thing i got was a almost like that uh, I'm making cookies and I ate some of the brown sugar butter blend. Yes, yes the creamed yeah. butter. If you like MGP rye in any facet, this, uh, the 2021 Rendezvous, is a great bottle to grab. Mm-hmm. It might be a little overpriced if you're... It might be a little overpriced for if you're only wanting that MGP hit. There are other things that are similar, but as something that's stepping out of that spectrum. Uh-huh. I think this is a great bottle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't complain, and I, I definitely think that um, it's a bottle. I mean, obviously, we keep all of the High West bottles we have on the shelf. We keep them, we drink them, we enjoy them. I'd buy this again, obviously. Okay, on to the 2016 Rendezvous. So, on the nose, that smells more heavily bourbon. Which one does? The older, the 2016. It's okay. more heavily yeah. bourbon than it does rye. There is more of a corn influence because, well, there's corn. Wow. That is so gentle. It is. It is 
drastically different. Oh my than the god. Newer ones. Okay. Like, the corn sweetness brings the like the overall blend to a drastically different place. No, 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 no. They're not. They're they're not the same creature. They're not the same creature at all. If you were to tell me that these are different brands, I'd believe you. Wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is like drinking. Uh, so the 2016 is like drinking a barely legal rye or a very high rye bourbon. It is. Like pretty much like any of the. And it's very rich. The barrel hit is there. I'm thinking like high rye bourbon in the same sense that uh, four Heaven roses. Hill, he four roses, Heaven Hill, like their their stuff. Oh well. Heaven Hill, if you're talking about their rye, I can understand that. Where it's high rye bourbon, barely legal. Barely legal rye. Barely legal rye. Yeah, okay. So, um, that, that's what that feels like way, yeah. way more. I mean, it, I hate to say it, but I feel like it's a more well-balanced and developed flavor on the old one. But damn, do I love the new one. Yeah, so my preferences these days, my preferences says my palate has regressed. Mm -hmm. I would pick the new one a thousand times over. Just because it's more, uh, there's more of a volume of flavor, I guess it's, is the way to put it. It's more aggressive. It's more like punch you in the face with rye. Yes. I like really aggressive rye. No, I'll give you that. It is definitely more aggressive and in your face than the, uh, the older bottles. So... All in all, I'm very happy to have been able to do this side-by-side side yeah. and see how much their product line has changed. This is not a flavor drift. This is a new item that just happens to be the same name. Uh -huh. And to a degree, I feel like they should have retired the name and brought a new name in so for where they're at right with, now. With all the being said, we need to pause for a second yeah. because what you said is it's, it's not a fair comparison because that was the last year, the 2016 we have is the last year that they did that blend. Yes. So, the product that they have for High West 20, or uh, Rendezvous 17, 18, 19, 20 yeah. may be far closer to... Oh no, it very well that. it very well could be and that that is why I brought up what I did yeah. regarding the bottle that we're tasting. So yeah, if you're Sorry, if you've only had the older bottles, then it's going to be a drastic change. If you are a fan of the other High West the, the products... New, if, you're, if the batch number is, say, begins with either 18, 19, or 20, then you may be closer in line flavor-wise to the new branded release, but it is still a new recipe. They did announce that as a component of this. Yeah. So things did change even between the 2020 and the 2021. So I think if nothing else, now is the time for our listeners, if they are a fan of Rendezvous, to get the new bottle, taste it, see if they like it, and if they're not digging it the way that we are, then this is the opportunity right now to go to any of the either big box or small time liquor stores and get the old tan label uh, bottles of Rendezvous while yeah, they have the chance. Because literally we were just at both Total Wine yes. and a local store, Browdies, where we saw someone purchasing the tan label Rendezvous. Which was a 2019 release. And we went over to Browdies literally like 10 minutes away and they had the new High West, so you can still get it in your cities. 
Um, it is a little bit harder to find than uh, Double Rye as a whole. I mean, yeah. But I think it's worth the hunt for both the new and the old bottles, because if nothing else, it gives you an idea of what blending can evolve into across the years. So, I agree. would you get the new one again? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, like I said, I love the aggressive rise, and like, I find it more and more that things we're getting tend to be the aggressive. aggressive or just like so gentle that it's almost like water to me. You're right. It's crazy. <laughs> so I I prefer and our 18, 20 year rise to our four year rise that are just like, hey, I'm rye. Versus, so, hey, I'm rye. <laughs> um, I will say one of the things that I'm genuinely surprised about is how pronounced the flavor is at 46%. Yeah. Yeah. That I would expect it to be a little more watery, a little bit thinner. But, but it's not. It's pronounced. Yep. It's good. Um, like, it is the best, like, 90-some-odd proof product yes. that I've had in a very, very long time. Alright. Uh, any other thoughts or comments that you have? No, we have walked along. So, as always, please do check me out on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. If you should have any questions, comments, or concerns, or whatever, you can email us at bourbonstuff at gmail.com. As always, thank you for supporting the podcast by listening to us. If you should choose to donate to us, you can do that directly through anchor.fm forward slash bourbon stuff. There's a little widget at the bottom for that. Otherwise, you can take this link and share with anyone you believe may benefit from it. If they are a High West fan, this may be a good time for them to listen because then they'll know, hey, the new one is a wee bit aggressive. Yeah. And otherwise, you know, hey, leave it on the shelf. We'll buy it. That's good. Leaves more for us. Thanks. Exactly. And with that being the case, remember that all whiskeys especially rye, have the rendezvous variety from High West and Utah. Nailed it. <laughs> They're meant to be shared.